This is the Niles Energy Podcast, episode 207, how to understand the most difficult general writing task one questions. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. In today's IELTS Energy podcast, you'll get an example of a tough general task one letter question. What should you do if you get a question like this? Find out today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Jessica? Nothing much. You know what? My, so my birthday was recently and yeah. I just got this super cool watch in the mail, like a running watch with a timer and stuff. And oh. I didn't order it for myself. So I'm pretty sure it was a gift from somebody, but I have no idea. You who. don't know who it's from? Oh, that's weird. That's bizarre. Does, has that ever happened to you? Like, I think because no. we get so used to ordering stuff from Amazon now and sending people gifts on Amazon that um I've done this. Like, I forget to add a card or like add oh, something to weird. the gift and then it just gets so- sent. Ah, it's an anonymous gift. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. You it's have a to super like super cool watch too. Whoa! <laughs> is it a fit? Is it a Fitbit? That's that's kind of a hot product now. Everybody uh, over here in Boston uses those Fitbits. Do you know what I'm talking oh about? Gosh, yeah. I almost. It's not one of those. It's just like a normal running watch. But oh. I almost got one of those Fitbits like a year ago. I was um almost uh, deluded by the marketing <laughs> and like convinced <laughs> yeah. that somehow having this thing on my wrist would like make, make me exercise more. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Like, it doesn't do anything like that. So, luckily, I did not waste a hundred bucks on that thing. Good. Yeah, I don't have one either. I don't think I could. I'd, I'd rather spend a hundred dollars on many other things, not, I know, not right? a Fitbit, but it's not going to like change anything about your life. I don't no. think. No, I, I don't even know it. It's sort of strange that all those, yeah, it's a very sophisticated tool and it looks so simple. I guess that's, is it an Apple product? It looks, seems like it should be an Apple product because I don't it's so, think so elegant. I think it no? links, I think it, it might, it probably like links to Apple stuff, but I'm sure it links to Android too. I'm not okay. even sure if it, I don't know. I, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, we're, we're gonna focus on general training today. We, okay. we tend, like, IELTS teachers always tend to focus on academic sides yeah. of the test because that's usually the test that people are taking. So, yeah. we thought we'd do a special one for all you general trainers out there. <laughs> um, talking about a specific, um, question that came up in our Facebook and the person that, that posted this in our Facebook group, um, did, like his level of English is really high and even he wasn't clear on what this question was asking. So um, let's talk about this. So, um, Lindsay, do you want to read the sure. question? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Okay, okay, here we go. So 
You're a student at an English language school in Brighton and are living in private accommodation with other flatmates. You've not had hot water or heating for some time. The landlord's workmen have tried to fix the problem, but without success. So we want to write a letter to the landlord and in your letter, state your reason for writing, describe the problems and explain how you feel and propose a solution and risk the landlord to take action. Interesting. Yeah, that that last bullet point was part of what confused the student. I I think there's like a typo in here. I don't think I would say it like that. I understand what it means, but it doesn't sound right to me. Do you mean the part about risking the landlord to take action? Yeah. So I I like here. Maybe it's a British English thing. British. I think this whole well, it sounds very. The whole question sounds very British to me, which makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the difference. So it is correct, but it's just a British English way to do things. Probably. So the first part that, um, that bothered the student about this question was the, the or. So it says, you have not had hot water or heating for some time. So. I mean, we teach that or is like a choice, like one or the other, not both. So that's what confuses this person. Like, so when I write my letter, am I supposed to choose not having hot water or heating? So I just have one and not the other or something. So oh. like I could see how that's confusing to a non-native speaker, mm-hmm. actually. Mm, interesting. Yeah. 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 This is not completely clear. So I mean, what what's our advice for? So what was the exact qu- question that the student had in the Facebook group? So the first part was... Does he have to choose between hot water or heating? And then mm. the second part was, what does that last bullet point mean? <laughs> Propose a solution and risk the landlord to take action. And he's like, okay. I put it in Google Translate. I've like tried risk everything. I can't figure out what the heck mm. this means. So let's go through what it means first. So the, yeah. that hot water or heating. Um, that's not a choice. That's just saying both of them you have not had. Yeah. 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 For sure. That's kind of confusing. So that's crazy to live in like, I don't know where Brighton is in England, but I'm pretty sure it's cold. (laughs) I can't imagine living in like a cold, rainy place without hot water or heat. That sounds pretty bad. (laughs) That's terrible. Um, and then the last bullet point is also a confusion, right? So let's talk about what that means. Propose a solution and risk the landlord to take action. What does that mean to you? Well, if I were to write this in my style of English, I would say propose a solution and challenge the landlord to take action. Like kind of, yeah. of provide like an ultimatum or a kind of um a, a bit of a threat you know yeah. in a kind way of course a professional sounding way but it, you know a threat like i'm yeah I'm, you know i'll move out if this isn't fixed in three months or something like exactly. that i'll report to the authorities right i think we can kind of infer the meaning because we know the meaning of risk and i mean i don't know i i think that we can I've- kind of draw some conclusions here yeah, I mean, this this student's English is high enough. I'm pretty sure yeah. he would have guessed the right, you know, yeah. meaning anyway. Um, yeah. Because if you logically look at this, you know, you, you okay, you're living in a cold place. You don't have hot water. You don't have heat. And so how are you going to end that letter to your landlord? What are you going to do? Strong. So this mm-hmm. is like a natural thing. Like you would do this anyway if you're really writing this letter, right? Like if you yeah. don't fix this problem, I am going to uh, write a letter to the editor. I am going to um, sue you. I'm going to 
yeah. go to the Better Business Bureau. I don't know, whatever yeah. like organization yeah. is in your town. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, like you have to, yeah, you have to think of some threat there um, in order for the landlord to to take action, and that just means to do something to mm. fix the problem somehow. If you're ready to become a member of the Three Keys IELTS Success System community and join our private Facebook group to start asking us questions immediately, you can do it now. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Yeah. So one question, if we, I mean, what should we do? This is kind of jumping to the larger question, and I'm sure we'll get to this, but in the exam, if we really don't understand a question, I mean, what can we do? Do um, we sit there? Can we ask someone to, exp- I mean, oh, what can we actually do? That's a good question. No, you can't ask. Nobody can explain anything mm. to you on the exam. So mm. in the writing exam, um, well, for most of the exams, so the reading, listening, writing, that's done in the morning. Examiners mm-hmm. are not there at this point. There are no mm. examiners in the room at this point. You only meet an examiner on the speaking test in the afternoon. That's the only time you meet an examiner. And then the examiner comes in later to look at all the writings and give you grades. So they don't interact with you that much. Um, the people that are there in the morning on the exam, those are the invigilators. Those are the Love test monitors. Yeah, yeah. I know, me too. <laughs> the invigilators. Um, IELTS has such fancy words for stuff. Anyway, so, but they know the rules. They're not allowed to explain anything or else it's not a test of your English. It's also a test of their English. And that's yeah. not the point, right? So, right. yeah, no, if you don't understand a writing question, nobody can help you. There's nothing you could do about it. You okay. just have to, like, like we sort of worked through the process a second ago. Like, you just have to think about the situation and what do you expect it to say? Like, yeah. you have to make an educated guess using your own life experience. You're an adult. You have dealt with your whole life before. Like, you know, there's a lot yeah. of experience there. Just yeah. use that and take an educated guess. That's the best. Yeah. I think this brings to mind a bit of the brain box that we've talked talked about, right? Yeah, Opening yeah. up that brain box, the situation box in our mind. And what's it likely to ask us to do, right? I mean, of course, there's exactly. a point that there's a reason we're writing this letter. We want results from exactly. this letter. So that piece is challenging the landlord to do something, right? That's the result. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like, and you see, you know, you see propose a solution. You're going to know what that means. Um, risk is like, maybe something bad will happen. Yeah. Most people yeah. know what that means. And then landlord, that's the person you're writing to, obviously. Take action. You could get that action, doing something. So I yeah. think you could just look at the words you do know. And like last episode, we're talking about like, you know, using the context to understand what we're reading. These reading comprehension skills, this also comes into play here, right? These, this yeah. same idea of using what you know, go for the overall meaning and then just make educated guesses. So I think if you're at the level of taking the IELTS exam, you could definitely make an educated guess and and guess correctly about what this means. Yeah. Yeah. It's not meant to confuse you, right? The question is not. I think often when we approach a situation and we say to ourselves, oh, this isn't so bad, that can make it easier for us to find the solution, right? It's all about our Mm -hmm. mindset when we enter a problem or or a question. 
we get started yeah. on a question. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. That's why, um, that's, you know, part of why Lindsay and I focus so much on the, the positivity and the confidence and saying how yeah. these are testing skills too. Mm-hmm. Um, having this, this, these strategies behind you to give you the confidence. All of this okay. stuff going in to create, um, a calm, able, candidate on test day that's why we have all this extra stuff not just the (laughs) testing strategies but the moments of the zen in our course the anti-anxiety module so we give it's not us giving you the confidence it's not that it's about us helping you realize that it's already there that's it i love that we're just showing you that you you already got it you got this yeah (laughs) i just gotta clear away some of the mess that's kind of cluttered the mind right when the mind can become clear oh we are getting so deep again here we go (laughs) (laughs) what's the deal this this week with us (laughs) i don't know maybe there's okay i don't believe in astrology but maybe i do maybe there's just some alignment in the universal planet this week and it's just making us a little on the reflective side a little on the reflective spiritual side that's okay it's going to help our listeners here it is a piece of it right that confidence is huge and again yeah when we go into an exam feeling like it's not going to be so bad right we are ready if we've gone through a smart course with a smart study plan we've learned the strategies we need we've learned how to kind of deal with anxiety on the test we'll be ready we will be. We're and gonna be that's why this is another reason why our closed Facebook group with the course, why it's so beneficial, because a student might be doing really well in, in, in our course, feeling very confident, feeling awesome, and then go on an outside website like this question is on, um, mm. read this question and be like, oh, my, what? I don't <laughs> understand. And then... Go back to the Facebook group. Go back to what you know. Have other students help you. Have Lindsay yeah. or I tell you, okay, look, because honestly, this question is tough. You would not see this on the general training exam. You wouldn't. This is way harder than something you'll see. That oh. last point there, propose, propose <laughs> a solution and risk the landlord to take action. That is oddly yeah. phrased no matter where you come well, from, but yeah, and that's well, way yeah. harder. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just going to say, like, this this uh, website is IELTSExam.net. I mean, do we know that this is a valid site for test oh, practice? It's, uh, yes, it is. I actually okay. use this site a lot just because there are so many test questions. Okay. Um, so that's the strength. There are so many test questions to practice with. And yeah. But what I have had to do as a teacher for using this with students mm. is to go through one by one, every question wow. and then choose the good ones, right? Okay. So they're not all good. Like it, it is a very good resource for sure, but you still need someone like me who knows the test to tell you question Definitely. by question, this is easier than the test. This is harder than the test. This is, this one's good. <laughs> this, you know, like yeah. I, right now on uh, above my desk, I have a list of numbered questions from this exact website that oh, I use with students. <laughs> good. Yeah. So that's that piece. We have to have contact with a person professional that we can trust. We can't just go jumping around the internet and just gra- just Google, you know, IELTS exam questions and think that, you know, we're doing preparation here. That's so crucial. It'll kill our confidence if we do it, if we, if we do that, you know, if we choose yeah. the wrong questions. Yeah, totally. And it's such a shame to, to gain confidence, which is difficult enough in the first place, but it is fragile. It's a fragile thing to have, especially yeah, if you have, you know, your whole future, like writing on something and then it's even more fragile because there's like pressure put upon it. So yeah, definitely 
trust, have someone you trust to go to and hopefully just one person you trust. So you're not getting three different answers from three different people. If you know, like you have listened to this podcast, you've listened to Lindsay and I talk. We obviously know what we're talking about. We've done over 200 episodes about this test. Like we know what's happening here. Um, then once you find a person with that level of knowledge, then be like, Oh, thank goodness. I'm just going to listen to you now. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's a good idea. Find someone you trust and just go with it. And that way, at least like you keep that person, like Lindsay and I, we are your resources as soon as you join the course. We're there. There you go. We're there to answer your question. So exactly. You got it, Jessica. That's it. That's it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And I'm going to go and ask my British friends if this is a real phrase, risk someone to do something, right? I'm going to look into that. I'm just, I'm doubtful about that. <laughs> get, you think it's just like poorly that, written? Lindsay. That's interesting. I'll, I'll check that out. I'll check okay. that out. It's very strange. <laughs> very strange. Very odd. <laughs> okay. But we want to say thank you to our student who wrote this question in the Facebook group. And again, guys, when you join our course, you get immediate membership in our private Facebook group only for members of our course. And you can immediately introduce yourself, tell us your target score, and you'll get a bunch of other members of the course greeting you, supporting you. And we're in there ready to answer your question. So it yep. is pretty cool. It's it pretty is. cool. It's I awesome. I'm so it's proud of that. Cool. <laughs> you, you, that was all you, Lindsay. That was your component. You thought of that. You're awesome. The Facebook group? Oh, yeah. It's a big piece, <laughs> right? Cause we don't want to be alone in cyberspace floating around. We need to come together, guys. So, so to get into that course, guys, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash keys. So it's K E Y S for the three keys out success system. All right. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Jessica, I'll see you tomorrow <laughs> back on this show. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.